Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, where's the medical marijuana bill? Also, the V-Team takes a look at prison financing struggles. And what do Republican leaders think of the Derek Chauvin conviction? All this and much, much more coming up next on The V. of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by Josh Moon, investigative reporter and columnist with APR, and Rusty Glover, former state senator and a Republican stalwart, joining our show today. How are y'all? Very well, very well. Good. Thanks for having me. Good. Been a busy week in politics, nationally and locally. Uh, one of the things that I think we should acknowledge is that the jury, a jury on Tuesday found Minnesota, former Minnesota police officer Derek Chauvin guilty of the murder and manslaughter in the George Floyd case. Uh, those ripples of that case are fanning out all over the nation. But here in Alabama, uh, for at least a day or so, uh, the Republicans remain silent. And Josh, you and I talked about this earlier, and... We just didn't understand why there was nothing said about this whole this whole case that has rocked the nation. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I said I'll say that uh, you know that Tommy Tuberville, surprisingly enough to, to me and to a lot of people, uh, you know, did have some very fair and some very good comments about police reform and, and kind of addressed it. But you're right; it was it was silence uh, at the state level from a lot of people, and and I think you know, and having talked to a lot of Democratic lawmakers, that you know those guys that they consider some of them consider their friends, uh, you know, that they work up close with a lot in the, in the legislature. It was, it was hurtful for them uh, not to hear anything from them because, you know, it's obvious the, the emotion that was felt by so many people. And, and it was, it, you can look at it and tell it, it was genuine emotion from, from a lot of black citizens across the country after that verdict. And uh, you know, to, to recognize that and to, and you knew very well that those guys were watching this because they had press releases and other statements about Maxine Waters and other things that came out in, in the lead up to this uh, verdict announcement. So you knew that they were watching to not say anything. I, I think it, it, I, it sends this message of, uh, of division. I want to say it, it, it almost tells you, I, I know I should say something, uh, but I, I don't for political reasons or for, for whatever, you know, whatever the reasons are, it just, you know, I, I think it, it helps keep a divide there that is, that's very hurtful. Rusty, you know, I, I don't expect you to speak for everybody in the Republican Party, is, but I, I think, is it possible that because this case has been tried, was tied so closely to Black Lives Matters, and there are some Republicans that view Black Lives Matters uh, movement negatively, or, or is there some other thing I'm missing here? Well, I think... Uh you know, it was very, you know, clear cut. It was a quick verdict. Uh, uh, the, the police officer was found guilty by a jury of his peers. Um, you know, yes, they, they found drugs in the system of George Floyd, but the jury 
felt like, and, and I think most of America felt like this would not, it would not have resulted in his death had there not been a knee to the neck. And right, so it was right. very clear cut. So it, I don't think it was, it was, uh, it, it was necessary to just give commentary. It was such a clear cut, uh, case that, that, um, uh, I don't think that there's a lot of people I do hear, you know, I was listening to the local talk show in Mobile and an elderly black man who had lived through the Jim Crow years, the segregation, and he was asking a rhetorical question. Why is the, the, the criminal shot by police so much more important and gets so much more attention than the thousands of innocent victims that are murdered by the scores each and every day? He's, he, he emphasizes how the mothers of those victims hear about the millions of dollars that are going to those uh, mothers and families of people who were resisting arrest, fighting with police, trying to grab a gun. It's, it's not all the unarmed person being killed by police. It's not always the case. And they're very upset why their lives are so much more important than those that are on local TV for 48 hours and then they're forgotten about. Um, you have uh, these, these poor families are on local television begging people to go contribute to the GoFundMe page to pay for help pay for the, the, the bearing of their. And then all the attention is going to these uh, incidences with police. You know, they, they, uh, you know, it's, it's pointed out over and over again, 7,000 uh, uh, black homicide, homicides against black persons in the United States each and every well, year, I, 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 but only two, only two people per month are, involved with police and so okay, okay. i think I, the narrative pretty much pushes us towards uh you know it's the other way around and that's what we you generally hear josh you want to respond to that we're going to run out of time but yeah i, I think when, when we're talking about uh, criminals versus police i think people have a little higher expectation of your police department and that's the reason why <laughs> that we have uh the expectation that police are not going to gun down innocent unarmed people uh and you know even even criminals for that matter you you have an expectation that you know jaywalking and, and carrying drugs and that sort of thing is not a death sentence uh, immediately. And I think what people are upset about is this systemic uh, racism that is present uh, in law enforcement and in the American justice system that has prevailed over a number of years uh, that has led to the incarcer mass incarceration of a number of black citizens here for crimes uh, and oftentimes that white people walk free for uh, or, or that are overlooked. And I think that's the thing that is, is so important and, and is what's driving this is that you've had a buildup of, you know, 100 or 200 years of this uh, over the course of time. And people are tired of this. Uh, you know, they have they have been broken. And this is the result of being oppressed and being being shoved down to the bottom in the system for so long. And that's the reason why it's getting attention is because for so many decades and decades, it gotten zero attention. Well, I think to. Go ahead, Rusty. It, it has been so for so many years getting zero attention, but of the you know hundreds and hundreds of of traffic stops uh, and, and resisting arrests that do not lead to a death or a no, shooting. They're not supposed each, to each and every day. They're not supposed it, to yeah, lead to yeah, a death. That, that's, that's, that's the right. point. And, and yeah. that's right. It, that, and that's right. But any time that this happens is is that that's too many times to happen. And I agree All with right. that. We're going to have to cut it right there because we're running out of time. All right. We'll, we'll pick up on something on the other side. All right. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back with more news and opinion.
so you got caught speeding. But this time you got more than a ticket. What are you in for? Vehicular homicide. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Your career isn't a job. It's a journey. Your next job could lead to bigger things, and you're in charge of how fast and how far you want to go. At alabamaworks.com, you can connect with employers and start working right now. Then chart your path forward with training and career planning tools. That next paycheck is great, but it's only the beginning. Start a great success story at alabamaworks.com. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Uh, in June, uh, last June, there was a mostly peaceful protest that took place in Huntsville. All of a sudden, police officers from the Huntsville Police uh, Department, from the Madison Sheriff's Office, and from Aaliyah descended on the group in full uh, riot gear, they, they, it looked like something out of Manhattan, or New York City, or the inner cities of Chicago, Josh. It was, it went viral. And we at the time, those of us who saw the video, understood that those officers were spraying people with pepper spray or some kind of uh, something like that. We also saw evidence of them shooting rubber bullets and also beanbag bullets, which are less lethal, but not, they're very harmful. Now, they denied that to us as, as reporters. They denied it happened. And now a report has come forward from Huntsville saying, yes, they did do this. They even broke their own protocol. This is the kind of thing that when you look at what happened to George Floyd, we go, there is a problem with how policing is occurring. These police officers, they were looking at people who had bottles of water and, and they, they shot them with rubber bullets and beanbags, shot one guy in the face. I mean, that's not policing. That's not policing. Oh. No, you know, and the and the report was was fairly critical of of the way that the policing was handled. And I'll say, uh, you know, from from what they released in the report and what they were able to find out in the report, which was fairly limited, because uh, zero of the Huntsville Police Department officers uh, were allowed to speak to them. Uh, the Madison County Sheriff's Department did not cooperate in any way, and Aaliyah refused to cooperate in any way. Well, I tell you, Aaliyah's got a boss. Her name is Kay Ivey. She ought to haul Hal Taylor in and ask him to fess up to what really happened there. Go ahead, Josh. Sorry. Because uh, what they what they, they asked for uh, in this investigation, which was led by a couple of attorneys, Jack Sharman being one, which we're pretty familiar with from the Bentley case uh, sure, sure. a few years ago, the Bentley impeachment, uh, what they were asking for was body camera footage, which in most instances uh, in, in a lot of states is deemed public record. Uh, right, you know, right. that it's unclear in Alabama whether it's public record or not, but you know, they wanted that they refused to hand it over. So, you know, the Huntsville police department said they did not use any rubber bullets 
now, they did have one officer who's no longer with the department that was caught on camera saying he was using rubber bullets. Right, right. Uh, and then they did have uh, an, an officer uh, who fired a beanbag at a person's head and said that he, he had done so on, on his body camera. But we saw we saw people that had the bruises and the cuts from those. Now, they they blamed all that on Madison County Sheriff's deputies. Um, and it's look, it was there was a complete overreaction to what was taking place. You know, yeah. they, they had, they, they fell for, I assume Facebook rumors and other things. And they marched out there like they were going to, I don't like there was an invading army coming in. Uh, and it, that's the way they kind of treated those people. And it was just so over the top and so egregious wait, wait. for Huntsville. And for that small protest that was taking place, it just, it was, it was so crazy. And I think the report kind of reflects that, uh, you know, and we'll see if there are any changes. I'm, well, I'm kind well, of skeptical on that. I mean, like Rusty, I mean, there were some protests in Mobile. There were protests in Montgomery. The, they didn't get out of hand. Ones in Birmingham got, got pretty rough. Uh, still, uh, they were able to calm those things down without great incident. Uh, ones in Birmingham were pretty bad, but Russia, you know, there are other cities about the size of Huntsville. They, they just didn't have that. Well, you know, I, I feel like that, um, you know, I was watching the um, House action on the House floor the other day. And uh, the rep, one of the representatives from uh, Democrat representatives from Mobile, the former county commissioner, Mayor uh, Sam Jones, came down. And usually a lot of the filibustering that goes on is silly talk and just wasting time. And it's really kind of uh, to the outsider. It looks absolutely ridiculous. but he had some very good points to make, you know, from his experience as mayor and dealing with issues such as these that he said that that we should be putting more emphasis on patrolmen that are patrolling the neighborhoods where a lot of these problems are taking place, have a relationship between the police officer and the community. And right. and, uh, and and more of this and more of this can be put forth. And I think you could you could uh, stymie some of these problems before they happen. And uh, yeah, these yeah. are the kind of things we need to look at into uh, as far as, uh, you know, building trust between the people of the communities and the police officers, because 99 percent, you know, you hear all kind of numbers. What percentage are the good cops and the bad cops? Yeah, yeah. But it's so overwhelming. It's such a small number. Policemen are being criticized. They're being watched quick more than any other profession, more than teachers. I was a teacher. We didn't get watched and criticized well, like well, police and, officers and, today. And and look, they're, they're, I agree with you. There are more good good officers on the job than there are bad you know it's like my grandmother used to say one bad apple can spoil the whole bunch unfortunately but we got to move on you brought up something going down to the state house on april 9th uh governor ivy let expire the mass mandates and other social distancing type of mandates that were put in place uh throughout the state however still at the state house uh you have to wear a mask you as you can't just go in the state house. They have mandates on who can enter the building, how many people can enter the building. These are the same mandates that many of my Republican friends were hollering against. But but now they're still at the state house. I mean, shouldn't we free the state house and and make let everybody in, let the lobbyists in, let the public in? I mean, free the state house. I mean, come on, guys. No, it would be ridiculous, right? But uh, it, it yeah, was, I, look, I, maybe, maybe what we should do is, is is create some sort of a system where people have to prove that they've been vaccinated uh, before they go in. And uh, yeah. we banned that already.
You can't, we banned the – Listen, I, it's my understanding that they want to carry forward with this appointment-only statehouse uh, going forward into the future. Uh, so. Well, they get a lot more done without lobbyists there and without the public there, but I'm not sure it's good, Rusty. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know that you want this group doing anything in secret. So, Josh, where is medical marijuana? Where's that legislation? Oh, oh, the legislation. Oh, oh, oh uh, yeah. I thought you were asking- no, not where you're hiding it. <laughs> Where's the weed? Hey, man, that's none of your business. Uh, no, uh, I, you know, it's in the rules committee waiting to get out uh, onto the House floor. I, I, I believe it will it will come out at some point. I believe okay. there's a, an agreement there to get it out. Another like the free the hops, free the weed. Okay, we'll be right back. You're watching the V, the voice of Alabama politics. You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. No, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. in ways you may not even notice. Managing your time, communicating effectively, and working as part of a team are key skills that employers value. At alabamaworks.com, you can find out how to build on your experience to up your game and get the job you really want because it's out there. Start your new success story at alabamaworks.com. Sponsored by Alabama Works, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. So you got caught speeding. But this time you got more than a ticket. What are you in for? Vehicular homicide. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. back to the V, the voice of Alabama politics. A story that we dug into uh, several, several months ago uh, is where back in January, uh, a group 
called the Rule of Law Defense uh, Fund. Is that right, Josh? Yeah, RLDF. Okay. Yes. That is led by Attorney General Steve Marshall, Alabama's Attorney General. It is an arm of the Republican Attorney General's Association. Now, that group uh, funded robocalls to get people to come to Washington, D.C. on January 6th, and they promoted this, this, this. We will march to the Capitol and call on Congress to stop the steal. That was part of the robocall. They were calling people there to march on the march to the Capitol. Now, that has come under scrutiny. Uh, we've had several people from RAGA resign. And recently, the finance director did, citing that RAGA was now going to be turned over to the, with the man who authorized those robocalls. Steve Marshall said that he was going to do an internal investigation. That was back January 8th. Josh, we haven't heard anything. We've called and emailed Mr. Marshall several times. He's refused to answer any questions about the internal investigation. What do you make of it, Josh? Well, first of all, uh, I think the last person you want to do in your investigation is Steve Marshall, <laughs> apparently, uh, since he can't get to the bottom of what happened in his own organization. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's listen, uh, it's, it's pretty cut and dried. I think that we knew Eddie Burkhalter uh, dug into this for us a lot uh, at, at APR. And, you know, just looking at what he reported and, and how he – uh, it was it was all kind of laying there, you know. It just it's obvious what took place. They funded the robocalls and helped organize the protest that led to the insurrection, and uh, then everybody tried to run from it. Uh, Steve Marshall has claimed he didn't know anything about it, which nobody believes. Uh, it, it's just, and so now the, everybody now they're they're turning on each other inside of this thing, and and that's to be expected. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think this is a surprise to anybody, honestly, that that followed these stories. Uh. Much ado about nothing or a big deal, Rusty? I mean, we really don't normally are affected by RAGA down here, but our own Steve Marshall is in the middle of this story. Yeah, I, I understand. I can understand the concern. But, you know, after the Max, Maxine Waters statements this week and uh, and LeBron James, I think this kind of pales in comparison to the call to well, action. When did LeBron get elected to? When did LeBron take office? He is listened to by more people than any politician pretty much in America. So he, what he says means quite a bit. And I think but people not as are just, much as an attorney general of a state. I, don't, I, I would say that more people in the state of Alabama know who LeBron James is than attorney general Marshall for sure. I <laughs> mean, mean, listen to notoriety it. or fame is yeah. not, is, is not the same thing as, as what you're supposed uh, to do I, in terms of the law. Yeah, I, I understand. And, and, uh, but you know, these, these, these people that, that, that went to Washington, I knew several people that went, there was a bus from mobile that went, they turned around and came back when there was trouble, they saw trouble and, uh, they were not there to cause trouble. They were, they were there because they wanted to show the members of Congress, how they felt about, uh, the election. Of course, you know, that they, you know, they read about, they hear about the, the, the thousands of people who were, were dead voters, the, uh, the courts in Pennsylvania changing law prior to the election, the, uh, the secret vote counts after the uh, poll watchers were dismissed. You know, it just goes on and on. The hundreds of witnesses that that have signed affidavits saying that they saw these things. OK, we're not going to relitigate that. We're not going to relitigate that. That's that's all right. That's all right. We're not going to do it. But uh, yeah, there's been like 40 court cases and, and none of that. Uh, well, they did come. They did 
They did come out in Pennsylvania today. One of the guys that did the investigation in Pennsylvania, this is in print, it's easy enough to find, and said, this is a Republican who said there was voter fraud in Pennsylvania, and they had the proof, and it was Republicans. And that is, that is their, his statement. And he said, doesn't matter who it is, it was still voter fraud. So, yeah, okay, there was voter fraud in, in Pennsylvania, according to the Republican lawmaker who was looking into voter fraud. But I want to move on. Uh, financing for Alabama's prison has basically hit a brick wall, Rusty. Uh, the core civic is struggling to find the financing. Barclays uh, Capital, which was going to uh, run the funding, has dropped out. What happens next? Well, you know, it, it's definitely a problem. I think a lot of people in the state do not realize what the problem is. I toured four prisons uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, it, it's some de- deplorable conditions. You know, it's, you know, people think, oh, they're air-conditioned and watching TV. That's not the case <laughs> in our state prisons. <laughs> we have – I saw one place where they were had an old cannery where they had, uh, I think, three or 400 prisoners and, like, two guards watching them. It was a very dangerous situation. Yeah, the yeah. courts have ruled that we have to do something or the, the feds are going to start releasing prisoners. And this happened in California. I remember years ago I would speak at civics groups, and, and I'd, I'd mention this and how we must act, and they would just roll their eyes. There's just not a lot of concern amongst the people. The, the legislature is going to have to act before something happens that the people of the state is going to regret greatly. Well, I think you're right, and they do. And I think now if the financing falls through, Josh, the legislature is going to have to pass some type of legislation, some type of bond deal. The problem is they've never been able to do this before. What makes us think they can do it now? Well, I, I'm not sure that, that, that they're going to be able to get anything done. But I'll tell you, the, I think the Rusty hit on something that, that's a pretty big problem uh, here in, in terms of how they're selling this. Um, and that is to say there are three or 400 people in a room with two guards watching them. And the plan then to fix that is to make the room bigger. You know, I I think that's where a lot of people have a problem uh, with this, especially on the democratic side, which is to say, this is what the DOJ is saying to us is that you don't have enough guards and your healthcare and other things are really lacking here. In addition to your prisons being overcrowded. Uh, and so I think what they want everybody to do is to make, come up with a more comprehensive approach. And I think if you do that, you could have some democratic support, which would really help you in terms of numbers and getting something passed, but they're never going to be able to pass it in, ju- in terms of just passing a three prison deal like, like they have on the table. I don't think that's ever going to work. Well, I, I think they're going to have, as Rusty said, they're going to have to do something. What it is, we don't know. Uh, you know, they've had several bites at the apple. I mean, if this deal falls through, Governor Ivey is not going to be uh, irresponsible and try to push something through that's not going to work. But hopefully she can work with the legislature to find something that might be possible. But we'll see. All right. We're going to have to wrap it up. You've been watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them. 